There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. The same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us, our families trust us to give them a safe and protected home. Guys, before I enter my home, I always use Clorox on my doorknob. Oh, wow, Frank. So is the doorknob the, the only thing that you use Clorox on in your apartment? Oh, no, Jamie. I also use it on my keys, my cell phone, and the bottom of my shoes before I get to, to my house. Wow, is there anything that you don't use Clorox on? Well, I haven't used it on my guests that come into my house as of yet. You're a liar because I went by the other day to drop off the mic and you wiped me down head to toe and I still smell like Clorox. Frank knows this. When it counts, trust Clorox. What's up, LOLeros? We have a new segment brought to you by Half Brothers, an upcoming comedy from Focus Features. Since the film is about family, I am interviewing a member of my family, my Titi Ramona. Hola, sobrina. You lost weight, but you look tired. Titi, why do you always do that? Do what? Say something nice and then immediately follow it with an insult. I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, what are you doing for Christmas? We love having you over last year, even though you didn't buy anyone a gift. You see, you just did it right there. You mentioned you loved having me over and then insinuated I was cheap for not bringing presents. I never said the word cheap. You must be what the therapist called projecting, but you still my favorite niece. Actually, you're my only niece, so I guess you are a favorite by default. Well, you could have just ended it with, you're my favorite niece. But no, you always need to get that last shot at me. I was going to invite you to go see Half Brothers with me, but you'll probably just criticize my taste in movies. I wouldn't do that, except maybe that Joker movie you recommended last year. That clown had issues. Ugh, forget it, Titi. I'm done. The truth is, Rachel, I treat you the same way your grandmother treated me growing up when she criticized me for every little thing I did. I hated it but I also knew she did it out of love because she wanted the best for her daughter, the same way I want the best for you. Oh, thank you, Tia Ramona. I really appreciate you saying that. And I love to go see that movie, A Half a Brother with You. <laughs> It's Half Brothers. And I am so glad I invited you to be a guest on my podcast, Titi. Of course, Sobrina. I think this podcast is a great showcase for your talent even though you basically do it for free. And 
and she's back. Anyway, Eloeleros, check out the hilarious and heartfelt new movie, Half Brothers, in theaters December 4th. Get your tickets at halfbrotherstickets.com. All right, guys. Which of your Thanksgiving leftovers usually stays last in your refrigerator? Mm. Rachel. Good question. Well, Frank, for me, it's it's the white meat, and you all know why. Oh, yeah. Not my thing. Well, you do dark meat, huh? It's just not my thing. It never has been, and I don't think it ever will be. What about you, Jamie? Well, right now, currently, it's uh, this the flan. I took way too much flan, you know, from my parents, and then now I look at it, and it kind of doesn't look as, you know, delicious looking. It's smashed. You know, where flan has that really kind of like shiny kind of look when you first before you know it's just like it has that brown glistening yeah like glistening it's like you're like you can ice skate like you can ice skate on top of it you know what i mean in a good flan you could check your makeup exactly now it just looks like you could just you know drown in it because it's just no. very liquidy right now so um that's so your me flan, your flan went flaccid <laughs> i have flaccid flan exactly <laughs> i gotta go i gotta go <laughs> um what about uh frank what about you Yo, my sister-in-law's bread pudding. That shit tastes like, like the whole thing is there. Nobody touched it. Bendito. Yeah, my mom is like, yo, please, somebody, you know, eat something because she might come by and see it. So she might feel bad. So, you know. Bread pudding, more like dead pudding. Oh. Yo, son, you know where you're at, son? You know? You know where you're at. I always say this, but you are here because you chose to be here. Unless someone is forcing you to listen to our podcast right now. And I've only paid a few people to do that. So more than likely you chose to be here. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yeah. And I am your friend, Rachel La Loca. And well, I am your other friend, Jamie Fernandez, a.k.a. Jay Ferns. And I am your third friend, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Nibs, a.k.a. Frank Spiracy. I like the AKAs. I don't have an AKA. Like, I'm just Rachel La Loca. Sometimes, sometimes Boca. That's only something that you call me, Frank. So I don't know if that, you know, constitutes a nickname. Like, what's a nickname? More than one person has to call it. Well, when, I, when, I first, when I first met you, you were Boca La Loca. Okay, it was, it, was, it was Loca La Boca, and she's somebody that I don't want to talk about right now, okay? <laughs> I have graduated. No, true talk, I might be jokey and jokey, but, like, I had to graduate from the name. Like, I was Loca La Boca on uh, Urban <laughs> Latino Radio when we had the Bocha Tijuana show. But then I got older, and I was like, that. Doesn't sound. I don't know. Soon they're gonna have to start calling you Rachel La Flaca because all your uh, I see your Instagram stories. I see your Instagram stories. Rachel be posing, and I'm like, yo, you took my favorite pose. (laughs) She got the best poses right now. 
The poses are, are, yeah. Yo, yo, Thanksgiving, your Thanksgiving morning after, morning after, I saw you in the gym. Yo, what's up? Yo, Ridge, you're going full, full tilt, full tilt. Okay, here's the deal. And Talk to me. Thank you for applauding my efforts in getting healthy. And forgive the voice, by the way. I'm getting over a cold, <laughs> speaking of healthy. Um, COVID negative, did both tests, you know, PCR and the rest. Okay. COVID negative or body positive? Oh! Oh. Yeah, that's one thing I will say. Like, okay, so you find the rhythm of your body. And for some reason, I, I found the rhythm of my body in my 40s. I found the rhythm of what I need to do to lose weight, what I need to do to maintain the loss or keep the loss going, or I can adjust the rate. I've, I've finally understood the rate, you know, to which the calories have to be burned versus the intake of the food. It's a science and I am not a pro at it, but I have seen what's happening here with the physical activity, the less eating and the output of that. And I also have the bad days like Thanksgiving or like any other holiday where you're like, okay, I've got to do a little more physical activity to compensate. And I feel really great. And it's, it's totally body posy because I don't want to lose my curves. I really don't. I'm starting to lose stuff and I'm like, not the TNA, come on, not the TNA. So I've got to figure that out, but I'm working with Alana J. She's going to help me do some toning. So shout out to fitness trainer. It's Alana J on Instagram. No, she's no joke. She's no joke. I saw her like deadlifting, like freaking like 400 pounds, yo. She's an inspiration. She's so beautiful. She like turned this passion of hers into a career. And now she's a certified trainer. Look at wow. that. Yeah, well, you don't want to mess with her. <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah, don't get her mad. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the shout out. I, I don't want to be flaca. I still want to always be, you know, thickums. So I have to find that balance too, of like how mm -hmm. to not get there. Because I don't want to get there. But Thanksgiving this year, you know, I, I did hit the gym the next day because I wasn't in Brooklyn. Usually I go to Brooklyn to see my family. Our Thanksgiving, sadly, again, for year two in a row, was postponed. Mm. Due to sicknesses, due to ailments in the household. Little Benji brought back some little germs. Damn. And uh, I just don't want to get my parents sick. So I'm like, you know, that's it. We'll do Zoom Thanksgiving up and down the East Coast. Shout out to my family, everybody in North Carolina, Tampa on the check-in, on the login, and with my parents. Shout out to my family for helping me instruct my mother on how to turn her microphone on. That, <laughs> that took, I don't even know, 15, 20 minutes. Were you doing like a Zoom thing or? Because I, I, I set up a Zoom with some family members and, you know, it starts off like, hey. Oh my God! Hi! And then by thirty minutes later, it's like everybody's just kind of kept just doing doing whatever they were doing before, but with the camera on. Oh yeah. So it's just, no, everybody's like nobody's really talking, and it's like, why is the camera still on? Like, are people gonna go eat, or are you just gonna watch me eat? I don't know what's happening. Well, for me, my sister was zooted, and she kept us very entertained. She whipped out the guitar. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? what is she on shrooms? I've never seen her this animated with the family over Zoom at that. So anybody that can play guitar and has a has a guitar nearby will never give up a chance to actually play the guitar. Well, Jamie, no. I have to say my sister's into micro living. Do you know what that is? It's a thing. She's like micro living. So she lives in a very small space. So everything's within reach. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's got a really cute micro space. She really knew how to like interior decorate the, you know, 
the micro space. I've seen that like in Japan, they do a lot of that. Like they just hook up. It's like, you would think you don't even fit, you know, uh, couldn't even fit a bathroom in a certain space. But th- this is, then there's a guy that shows you that he got his bedroom, kitchen and, and bathroom and home <laughs> office in this one little spot. I'm like, wow, okay. That's like most of the apartments in Manhattan now, you know? That is true. It's, it's really amazing though. People are living in, in like shipping containers. Have you seen that? That's now a thing. Yep. People are setting up homes like in those big shipping containers that are put on like ships. Yo, I'm, ship shit. I'm thinking about taking a van, guys, and living out of a van, like converted inside. I've been seeing some like YouTube videos, so that's interesting you saying that. A van? Wow. Okay. Yeah, converted, like, you know, and live out of it, basically. Like drive around Manhattan and the Bronx, Brooklyn. I could live anywhere. So like a nomad, you know, who just right. I have a shower in there. Yeah, I have a shower in there. I could cook, you know, I could cook in there and everything. Let's see what happens. Good luck with that. Frank, where do you live? Where don't I live? Exactly. Where, are you going to be able to do the podcast from your van? Maybe, yeah. We could drive around. Like, we could go pick up the guests wherever they're at, like, <gasps> in their crib. And, like, we could do the podcast actually in the van. That is amazing. That's yeah. an amazing, amazing idea. Oh, yeah. my God. Can we, can we, like, upgrade and get, like, a bus? Can we yeah. just get, like, the Frank Spiracy bus? Yep, to drive do. around the country and we'll go to like the core of where the conspiracy theories are, where they come mm. from. We'll go to Area 52. What is it called? 51, no, Rachel. Whatever it is. We'll do 51 and 52. We'll go to all of them. What about 1 through 50? Where are they? Yeah, Frank, you can go to Roswell, New Mexico, yo. Oh, yeah, that's going to be you great. You know, you could just Grand find Canyon. out. Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, you we know. That, yo, guys, we could do like a LOL road trip going to California, you know. That'd be dope. Stop in the Grand Canyon, stop in the different locations across America. The yeah. tar pits. Yep. Oh, I actually, no. I actually went to the La Brea tar pits. And let me tell you, that is like the most useless tourist attraction <laughs> I've ever been to. Like, so it really was the pits. <laughs> like I took an Uber there by myself. I was like, because I, I had spent, I was, I was there with some friends, but I was like, I'd spent a specific day on my own. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to take a I'm gonna take an Uber to the La Brea tar pit, see what this is all about. And it was the most, it was just this gross ass tar pit. It's literally, it's just what it is. It's tar pits with like these very kind of ghetto dinosaur, fake dinosaur <laughs> monuments there. And I'm like, you know, it's a nice walk around, I guess, but nothing really happens there, you know? And then, you know, there's a museum there, but I, I'm like, I live in New York. Why don't I wanna go to a fucking museum? But, um, I, you know, I'm not a fan of the part tar pits. I'll tell you that. I, mean, I don't know if that's a controversial, I think people in LA know what's up. They probably like, yeah, avoid, avoid the tar pits. Stay away. Well, thanks for the review. That was a great review. Um, I hope your Thanksgiving wasn't the pits. How was your guys' Thanksgiving? My shit was good. You know, mom Dukes took the, the pernil out the, out the oven and uh, the, the turkey, you know, she went to her neighbor's house, cooked the pernil over there, did the turkey in my house. And then, you know, we went to my brother's house. He has a bigger place, you know, so we could all kind of be more and have more uh, leg room with the COVID sh- stuff. And we put the penil and the turkey in the, and, you know, we put it in a freaking like a, like in the thing, we wrapped that shit up and we put it in the, in the, in el baul, like we say, and we took it upstate. So it was good, man. Family, you know, we did it up like always. That's very nice. It's beautiful. 
you know, the food is great and everything, but family is, it's just so wonderful to be around like good spirits and family and positivity. Even through Zoom, I felt that. Even when my sister whipped out the acoustic guitar, I was like, okay, this is really cool. This is different. You were like, all right, let me bring out the tambourines. How did you know? Well, I brought out the castanets, the tambourines, and then Donovan whipped out the triangle. It was so much fun. Oh. Make this year was video. different. Everybody did like speeches, you know, everybody was a little bit more heartfelt. Everybody got up and made a little speech about how thankful they were. So it was definitely, definitely a different Thanksgiving than the others. Mm. Yeah, I made some, st- I made, I helped Fatima with the stuffing. So I was proud of that. I, I, I did a lot. The stuffing was kind of my contribution to the to the Thanksgiving dinner this year. And I kept, but I kept being annoying about it. I was like, yo, I'm the one who stuffed, who stuffed all that in there. That sausage in there, I stuffed that. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. I literally did. There was sausage in the stuffing. Wow. <laughs> it sounds dirty, it sounds dirty, but it's, it's, it was the actual thing it's, that I You did. put sausage in the stuffing, yo? Yeah. Interesting. It's Italian stuff. sausage. Yeah, we were like mixing it up. It was a specific recipe. Did it have like a spice, like a little zing? Yeah, my sausage always has a little zing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to take some pointers, <laughs> uh, Jamie. You want a few more toss-ups or? Yeah, know? I gotta get. <laughs> I gotta get some more pointers. I need to also, you know, a little salt. So I need to put my sausage in the stuffing also, like you know. I gotta take some pointers from you, man. Like mm. I'll, I'll give you tips on you know how to make a very delicious sausage. All right, and, thank you, Jamie. And how to stuff it wherever you want. All right, that sounds good. Um, I don't often get to the stuffing here with the kids. You know, it's hard to make a good stuffing here sometimes. Well, like I said, I didn't even have a turkey. So I said that in the last episode that I wasn't gonna have one and we didn't, but we had the pernil, the pernil, and then we had um, a chicken. Um, Yeah, so those those meats were, were, they weren't turkey, but they were okay replacements. But next year, I think I'm gonna go back to, you know, old faithful, because you do need a turkey on Thanksgiving. It is, it is kind of essential, because I miss those, like, turkey sandwich leftovers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And do you remember all the stuff that we were talking about on the last episode about how you can't have a Thanksgiving without a turkey? Right. I totally jinxed that shit, because guess who had a Thanksgiving without any turkey? This guy. Oh, you I made, did it? I made chicken. It was last minute. Wow. We were like, my mom was like, what am I going to do with this 24-pound turkey that's been defrosting? So she made it. They, they're eating it. She put some in the freezer for me for when I go there. But at the last minute, I went to the supermarket. And mind you, mama's battling the cold, too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking cook something. We got to give these kids a Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So went to Key Food, got the chicken, did some stuffing. And there we, there we were with Thanksgiving wow. dinner. Beautiful. That's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, next year, definitely going to bring it back. I actually wanted, because we were going to have turkey, I was actually looking to buy a turkey outfit and I was going to actually dress as a turkey. <laughs> um, but um, surprisingly enough, turkey, outf- turkey costumes are very expensive. Really? And I'm like, I didn't, I'm like for, there's not going to be, it was just, you know, me, Fatima, and my parents. So it wasn't going to be that big of an audience for it. So I was like, maybe next year, but um I ended up not doing it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to invest too much in something that I probably would be eventually take off like twenty minutes in into dinner. You know. 
Yep. Well, this time of year, I would think that a turkey costume, you know, the prices probably went up a little bit, but try like Black Friday, you know, maybe you'll get a Cyber Monday deal on a yeah, turkey yeah. costume and just like put it somewhere for next year. For real. No, I'm not to wear that. I'm going to want to get my money's worth. I'm probably going to force wear it. I'm going to wear it to like a future brunch or something. I'm like, yo, what's up, y'all? You can wear it for Halloween. I have an eggplant costume that got two uses out of. So I'd love to be an eggplant if you guys have any opportunity to do <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I did a character bit at UCB yeah. as an eggplant who was angry about everybody using his emoji as a dick. I, yeah, I, I remember that. Say, I, didn't wanna, I was going to say that, Rachel. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I bought it. And I've only gotten to use it twice. So I'd love to use it again eggplant. if anybody needs. Next wow. year, we could all dress up for Thanksgiving. I was also looking at pilgrim outfits, but that, that I think I would get canceled for that. Oh, yeah. Don't go <laughs> Rachel, you could wear that eggplant uh, um, costume to the next orgy. Remember that orgy that uh, uh, Jamie was talking about? Imagine that shit. Yeah, I told you I wanted to be like hidden, you know, like showing up as an eggplant. I think people are going to see me right away. You know, like I want to just watch. Um, and people might want to use me like during their freaking, you know, activities. Like, hey, you in the eggplant costume. Come over the, here. I like if the, the cops do break it up, you're going to be the only person in prison wearing an eggplant costume. <laughs> An eggplant costume. <laughs> so eggplant, uh, tell us, what were you doing last night at 3 p.m., huh? <laughs> what are you in for, huh? Um, <laughs> Frank, before, be, you, we're talking about Thanksgiving, um, but you've been, you've been kind of obsessed over something this past week. Yeah, man, it was that's a gone down, and it's some very Frank Frankspiracy-ish kind of news. What? Yeah, man, there was a... Uh, but a conspiracy theory uh, theorist this week is really crazy. Um, um, there was a monolith that was found in Utah, and it was uh, it was unexpectedly found by some some agency, some freaking monolith that's like twelve feet tall. Describe like what a monolith is to maybe some people who might not know what a monolith. Is. monolith. Yeah, it sounds like a sickness I got in high school after kissing a dude. Well, if anybody wants to see it, go uh, to go Google, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. There's a movie by Stanley Kubrick that came out in the... In With the, the, the monkeys. Movie. All the monkeys are like, it, it pops up. This big monolith is just like this big mass of like a dark shape. Um, um, and, and all these monkeys are kind of bugging out over it. They're throwing like bones at it and stuff like that. Right. So um, it's like a, it comes from a, a, a it comes it, there's a there's a there's a theory behind it. And uh, the weird thing about it was that they uh, Mike calls my uh, my phone, but my phone was like down for a few days. So he couldn't get a hold of me. So he called my mother's landline phone number, which is a 212 number, which never rings. And my mother got the message and Mike was trying to reach me because he wanted to give me this 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 message. And it was like I'm like, holy shit, I, I couldn't, I, my mother's like, there was a mono, a mo I'm like, a mono, mono's of eight. Mono, <laughs> monopoly, yeah. Mike was trying to explain it to her, but she didn't get it. She thought it was like a mono in Utah, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I got a mic, like, yo, do you hear what happened, bro? In Utah, there's a monolith, man. Yo, who put that there? We were talking back and forth. And then the weird thing, guys, is that it went missing recently, and then it popped up in Romania. So no one knows who took the one down in Utah, and it just recently popped up in a rural area in Romania. No one, who put, no one knows who put the one up in Romania either. 
So this is ongoing, guys. This is, this is like something out of a sci-fi film. And so, I mean, th- you know, who? this sounds suspicious, right? Because I saw the picture. It's, it's you know, and again, the monolith, it, it's just, it's a very, it's, a, it's like a, a block of stone, right? It, and it's, um, it, it doesn't look. It's, no, no, it's steel and it's stuck in the ground in, um, in brick. So they don't oh, know. So this is a steel monolith. Usually right, some, most steel. of the time there are stones. Right. But this is like a. Right, and they just it's and it's a monument. It's like putting a monument. So monuments don't just appear out of thin air. Right. So what is the deal? Who put that well, there? Well, I tell you what. Google, a lot of people say, you know what, Google Google Earth. When we, we could, you know, would, right now with the technology they have, they would see who actually put that monolith there. So Google's um, explanation was that they looked back into their records when they had actually Google search in that area in Utah, and they said that it was there already when they already put their satellites to that area so they're saying that that monolith may have been there for over 50 years guys so this shit is like bugged out so everybody's like bugging out on this stuff people like traveling from out like different places around the united states and they're driving to utah i mean this place is rural you got to park and then you got to walk like another five maybe ten miles to this area so this place is becoming like a big tourist attraction now since they took it down and now no one knows who took this monolith down People like bugging out. We need one to pop up in like time. We need one to pop up in like Times Square. You yeah. have people, people peeing on the monolith. People like, people like uh, just sleeping in front of it and like writing graffiti. Papi, take me to the monolith so we can take a picture for Instagram. Stupid. <laughs> oh my god, I saw some guy take a shit in front of the monolith in New York. Oh, so this- Disgusting. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a bunch of uh, what is it? The people that dress up in like superheroes. <laughs> or it's gonna be like, yo, Elmo. I saw Elmo and uh, Thor fighting in front of the monolith in Times Square. They are always fighting those cartoon characters. Why? They're always fighting in a train station with their yes, heads off. Position. Because so they all they all fight for what block? It's kind of like a gang warfare. It's like, yo, I got this block. Iron Man, get the fuck out. You know? And they're mostly Latinos. You ever notice that yeah. too? <laughs> Is this some sort of undercover, like Latino gang under there? I'm gonna have to do like a conspiracy theory. Uh, um, Uh-oh. You never know, guys. I'm gonna have to look into Frank, I want to do the research with you. I'd love to interview these people. I'd love to interview them with like, you know, helmet, hats off, <laughs> off the record. Let's talk. Hell yeah. But until then, on a lighter note, let's go to the uh, Bochinche Bites. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochinche Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochinche Bites. Jamie! What up, what up? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Hi, Jamie! So, guys, have you heard of this? Hashtag twerk gate. Twerk gate? Twerk gate. No. What the hell is that? Um, well, these, um, these women were thrown out of a restaurant for twerking. Oh, man. The owner of a restaurant called Dallas True Kitchen, um, he pretty much he told these twerking women to get the fuck out. Oh, um, yeah. I saw literally, that. they quoted him as saying, yeah, I saw, I saw, get I saw. the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, and it became kind of a viral thing. It's because it, it was it was somebody videotaped it, of course. 
and it's now viral uh this anti-twerking kind of statement this guy made he's he doesn't want it in his establishment what do you guys think you think twerking should be outlawed in all eating establishments mm. Rach, i'm gonna let you go first on this one I think whoever like has a problem with this is a twerk jerk because I think anybody <laughs> should be able to twerk where they want to twerk. Right. Twerking has become something so empowering, you know? Yeah. So like twerk on people. Wow. Right. But these women, they weren't just, they were twerking, but they were also um, standing on, on the furniture of this place. Right. So they were getting really into it. So like, yeah, you know, they probably were really like really good twerkers, professional twerkers, but you don't stand on someone else's furniture. All right. I don't care. I don't care how good you shake that. Yeah. You shake that hat, that ass. Yeah. That's um, really disrespectful. You throw that ass in a circle. I don't care how good you throw that ass in a circle. Mm. Um, <laughs> but on their defending them the music playing on in this restaurant was a megan the stallion's body which is a huge twerking anthem okay. i can't blame them i can't blame them either right so it's like you can't keep that in you know he's like yeah i want to eat but how you expect me to eat um and not twerk when this song i mean i i, I you know me personally i can multi i can multi-twerk Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good I one. Can do, I, can do, I can do one thing and then also twerk at the same time. But these women, I don't know. I mean, you're going to make a big fuss over it. I, I think I think this guy was in his rights, and I also think they were in their rights. I think maybe they should just, I think they should have a compromise and maybe just have a twerk night, one night a week in this restaurant where twerking is not outlawed, is completely cool. You know, make it like a Friday. Have it be a fun night. Um, or maybe just you want to, maybe you want to stick with the 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 um, the teas. So maybe twerking Tuesdays. Oh, I like it. Alliteration. Ooh. Alliteration, right? Have some alliteration. That's, that's um, good. That sounds like and, fun. And all you got, you just you have to twerk all day, all night. Like you have to talk and twerk. You have to order your drink and twerk. Like everybody's twerking nonstop. The only yeah. time you're not twerking is maybe when you're in the bathroom doing yep. your business. But I actually twerk when I do that. So. Yeah. Everybody, guys, I think everybody should, should like twerk along, you know? Twerk it. I whistle. I whistle while I twerk. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of like my thing. <laughs> I'm surprised there's more, there's, there hasn't been more people outlawing twerking. Because, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised no, are students twerking? I feel like a lot of students would be just start doing that shit in the middle of class. And the teacher has to be like, I'm sending you down to the principal's office, all right? For yeah. twerking. Okay. The thing is, the, Jamie, the thing is, I think it, it rhymes with working, and that's why kind of, you know, people kind of, you know, it rhymes with working, so I think kind of that, like, you know. That's why? Yeah, I think kind of, that's why people don't, you know. Ass-shaking music is ass-shaking music, though, you know? Right, you're right. And that's never going to go out of style. You're absolutely right. The kids call it twerking. Back in the day, we used to just call it just shaking that ass, right? Yep. Tootsie Roll. To T Rose. Brown. Brown. The butt. Doing the butt. Doing the butt. You know? But um, so yeah, I mean, just you know, be responsible. Yeah, I agree. Be responsible when you twerk. That's pretty much the moral of the story. Um, yeah. another restaurant, um, the next bite is another is an expensive bite because Chef Gordon Ramsay. 
His oh. new London restaurant will feature an, uh, a $106 burger. What? Okay, I need another stimulus check to eat this burger. Yes. I mean, come on, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> Is this like Kobe beef or something? I'm, I know that's the most expensive Truffle beef. Mushroom. Well, it has um, beef, patty, beef patty. It's seared Wagyu, Wagyu sirloin. Mm. I can't even pronounce it. So you know, you know it's good if you can't. Yeah, yeah. Wagyu sirloin. Truffle. Anything with tr truffle pecorino cheese. Mm -hmm. Sounds good already. Um, mayonnaise. But probably that Hellman shit. Probably Hellman's. You don't want to. Um, not that. You don't want that um, supermarket brand one. And fresh black truffle, so more truffle. Wow. Um, and all this for the, you know, for the, for the easy. Can we play in installments? $106 burger. Wow. Is this a deluxe, by the way? Does it come I, with a fries, Jamie? I would ask me, like, uh, do you have the slider version of this? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say about anything about fries, but I would ask that. I would be like, yo, can I at least get it? Like, come on. Um, <laughs> But I'm pretty sure the fries are another, you know, yeah, you know, $50 more for the fries. It's like, I don't think the fries are that cheap either. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, can you hold the truffles, please? I mean, is there any way I can, I can cheapen this up? I mean, how many, like, I, you know, I love burgers and I've had a lot of different great burgers. But at the end of the day, burger is 50% of the burger is going to taste the same, right? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have a little bit of extra, you know, per, per you know, there's, there's, It'll taste a little bit different, meaning like, oh, this meat's just better than the other meat. But it's not like you're tasting something that's completely different from, from the worst burger and the best burger are going to have some similarities is what I'm saying. Jamie, in saying that, I know you're a big foodie. What is your favorite place to get a burger in Manhattan? Mm. In Manhattan? Yes. Um, I'm, 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 I know what it is, and I'm trying to... It's it, it's in this hotel. Uh, oh, it's called the Burger Joint. Oh, in uh, La Parker Meridian. La Parker Meridian. Have you been Ooh, to this place, Frank? You fancy, huh? You go no, but you don't have to stay in the Parker Meridian. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You don't. You know, that that'll be more than a hundred and dollars, six dollar burger if you had to do that. No, you go. You can go to the Parker Meridian Hotel, and and inside of it, there's this little like hole in the wall burger joint that's what it's called but it is kind of just a little joint that you just go in there um it's usually tight you know nowadays with the covid right probably not a place you want to go it's not even a burger joint it's like a burger cliff now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it's, it's not even gross. open now i don't know maybe they just do takeout but in its heyday meaning last year you, <laughs> just, you go there you wait online it's tight, but you're willing, you know, you're willing to, you're willing to go there to get this burger so good. And usually I would eat it like in the lobby of the restaurant of, of the, of the hotel. Wow. Um, and just, and you know, get a milkshake. That is to me the number one, you know, people are going to say Shake Shack and nah. like that, but that's Shake Shack has become like, it's, it's, you know, it's not special anymore. You know, it's, right, right. Uh, it's a, it's a brand name now. The presentation at the burger joint, it's like in a wax piece of paper. Like it's not even like a fancy, right? It's like not a big elaborate presentation. And here's a useless fact. Paris Hilton's favorite burger spot is the burger joint at the Parker Meridian Hotel. Interesting. And you know, like I've always said, me and Paris Hilton think alike. You I've do. Always, I've always said that. <laughs> I sure. Yeah. You both like to DJ, right? We both like to DJ on the side, right? Yep. You're not very um, good at it, but you still do it. 
<laughs> hey, I thought you liked those weekend DJ matches that I had. I love them from an amateur's perspective, yes. All right. Um, guys, last, last bite, because I don't want to oh, miss this one. This is a very strange one. Um, a Kazakhstani bodybuilder married a sex doll. What? Week. A sex doll that he dated for eight months before proposing a year ago. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, they got to get to know each other. And it, this was a lot of people showed up to this wedding. <laughs> wow. You know, he, he even she aired, uh, he posted on Instagram and went viral, of course. Um, but it's actually sincere. I don't think he was just trying to get um, new followers. He, you know, he shared a romantic first dance um in front of dozens of guests although i saw the video of the dance she looks a little stiff um, <laughs> but um <laughs> he slipped a ring onto her finger wow um it was a little heavy so her finger kind of broke off but he glued it right back on <laughs> and so look i think this is this is we're living in what 2020 hey yeah marry if you want to marry a sex doll, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Live your life. If you are fully satisfied from a doll, then you should marry the doll. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. The dating scene is out here is so bad that, you know what? That guy maybe is doing better than a lot of people out here. She's real. <laughs> I mean, no arguments, right? Right. There's never going to be an argument over money or anything. No. Right. And look, she's a freak. She's a freak. Because he says that she enjoys BDSM, which is bondage yeah. and discipline, domination wow. and submission, sadism and masochism. Wow. So, That's you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got a good one, dude. I don't know where you <laughs> bought this doll at, but you got a good, you made a good purchase. All right. Maybe he got it from Black, on Black Friday last year. Mm. Maybe he got a good deal on it. But little did he know, like, this was going to be the love of his life. So, yeah. Um, I, Jamie, I don't know if you know this thing in in Asia is huge. Like they get like thousand these these dolls are worth thousands of dollars. Like even like even having intercourse with a lot of these dolls, I heard I, and I've read that it feels like the real thing. Like the thing inside is like you know it massages you. Like it's really intensive. It's like real. Like people really take these dolls. Like it's they almost like a real person. They sleep with them. They talk to them. It's 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 amazing. A, it's a lot of one-way conversations though you know what i mean right like i would need one i would need one like with you know remember teddy ruxpin you know you yeah. put the cassette yeah. in the back i yeah. would need like you know if i had a sex doll you know whatever hypothetical if right <laughs> i would need like some really advanced you know not a cassette maybe that's outdated but something where you know she says like she has like a, a, at least a thousand word vocabulary you know what i mean right you know, yeah. the, the essentials hey Honey, what do you, you know, are you hungry? You know, what do you want to do today? Um, what are we watching on Netflix tonight? You know what I mean? I just, um, you know, what's the safe word? Just right. basic essentials. Well, I'll say, I'll say this. For my, one of my bachelorette parties, my girls got me a big black sex doll that I had to carry around the whole night. And if I lost them, I had to take a shot. So wherever we went, I had him. And I grew kind of connected to him by the end of the night. So oh much God. so that when we ended the night and I was in my drunken stupor, like they told me I was asking for him and like I couldn't <laughs> find him and I felt a certain kind of way. So Wait, Rachel, wow. where'd you leave him before you got home? Huh? Where did you leave him before you got home? 
Um, well, I lost them, but then he reappeared magically. It was so crazy. And he, it became kind of a joke. And uh, Edgar and I still let him watch us. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he kind of looks like Edgar, so, you know. Oh, wow. So he's stuck in your closet right now? <laughs> he's somewhere. He kind of moves around like the elf on the shelf. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's the only thing on the shelf. I heard about these sex dolls and their, and their, their, their size. <laughs> Sizes may vary. Oh, God. Um, but anyway, those are the biceps. <laughs> let's let's yeah! get on that note. What's up, Eloeros? We have a new segment brought to you by Half Brothers, an upcoming comedy from Focus Features. The film really has a great message about family. And today, I'm interviewing a very young member of my family, my little nephew, Jeremy. Welcome to the podcast, Jeremy. Podcasts are boring. Is this what you do all the time now that you're unemployed, Uncle Jamie? Who told you that? My mom. Tell my sister, <clears throat> your mother, that I am not unemployed. I got a lot of side jobs, financial opportunities, and non-illegal business activities that I've been busy with. Uh, I'm not gonna remember all that. Well, just tell her that your Uncle Jamie out here making big money. No, don't tell her that. I actually owe her money. How long is this gonna last? I wanna go back to playing Fortnite. Yesterday, I was playing full send and cracked one of my enemies and this dude just started turtling the rest of the game. He's lucky I didn't storm flip him. I didn't understand anything you just said. But wouldn't you rather go see the hilarious new movie Half Brothers with your uncle? Are there superheroes in it? No, it's about two very different half brothers who are forced on a road trip together, masterminded by their ailing father to understand his mysterious past. Is the father really a superhero? No! I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I don't think so. Anyway, how's school? Uh, my boy Nelson showed his butt to everyone on Zoom during our virtual English class. Hmm, Nelson sounds like a fun and potentially problematic friend. Why aren't you married yet, Uncle Jamie? You just seem really old to still be single. I'm not single, all right? I'm currently in a very committed on-and-off relationship which is off at the moment. But when she starts taking my calls again, it'll be back on. My mom said I only needed to talk to you for like a minute because she felt bad that you were so desperate for guests. Tell my sister, <clears throat> your mother, that this is a segment about interviewing family members, okay? We get cool guests all the time. All right, well, uh, Nelson is texting me to play Fortnite. He's asking if I have any extra chug splash, but I'm already running low on slurp juice. It's like you're speaking a different language. All right, I'm out. See you Thanksgiving, Uncle Jamie. Yeah, maybe not. Well, it's free food, so definitely yes. And Eloeros, check out the hilarious and heartfelt new movie, Half Brothers, in theaters December 4th. Get your tickets at halfbrotherstickets.com. Wait for it. Good segue's coming. It's time for Frank Spiracy News. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, everyone. Hey, Frank. Hey. Hey. How's everyone doing out there? Great. Great. I speak for We're good. We're great. That's that's excellent. Look, guys. Um, I've been working on the the Frank Spiracy uh, new segment for next week. I know I told everyone I would have something for them this week. Um, but this uh, this segment that I want to talk to you guys about next week took so much work. I mean, I asked Rachel for Carmen Mendoza, but I know she was busy. 
I needed my my fake uh, my fake news uh, correspondent on this one for next week, and I couldn't have her. So, guys, I promise next week I'll have this this Frank Spiracy news I've been working on for a while. Okay. But, okay. All right, guys. But this week I have something else for you guys. I've been uh, I've been looking into this one. I'm kind of I'm, I'm not surprised at this one. And guys, this is about Nikola Tesla. Okay, that he was actually born on the planet Venus. Okay. Okay. Nikola Tesla, like right now, we're seeing all these Nikola Tesla electric cars. I'm, you know, we're seeing them all over the city right now, guys. I thought men were from Mars and women were from Venus. Me too. It's kind of. Yeah. That's a good one. Maybe Nikola Tesla was a woman, maybe, and we don't even know. We'll find that out later on, maybe, right now, right? But, guys, this actual proof that Nikola Tesla was actually born on the planet of Venus, okay? And there's FBI documentation actually uh, making note of this and knowing that he actually was born on the planet Venus, okay? I'm going to talk about, there was a lady by the name of Margaret Stone. She wrote a book. Uh, she wrote, uh, back in the 40s and 50s, people wrote uh, editorials, they wrote journals, they wrote newsletters. There wasn't actual news clippings that we see now, okay? And she actually wrote about this radio-type machine invented by Tesla in, the 19, in 1938, okay? And he died in 1943, and his engineers rebuilt this machine in 1950, okay? Whoa. And asked, out of this actual machine, this lady wrote, okay, an autobiography about Tesla and this actual machine that these engineers re-engineered again told her about who Tesla was and where he actually comes from, okay? Um, coincidentally, uh, the FBI also raided her offices later on down the road, um, but uh, this is very interesting, guy, because this guy is going to be one of the most well-known inventors coming up right now we're divulging a lot of things coming up in the year 2020. And this is going to be one of them. We're going to realize that people like uh, Con Edison or, or Morgan Stanley or, or Thomas Edison didn't create a lot of these inventions. They were from Nikola Tesla, guys. Straight up. This guy is going to become like the greatest inventor of our time. He invented a lot of things that we like right now use. And they were, people took uh, his inventions or they took credit for his inventions, guys. And this right here, these are FBI documentations that hopefully in the new future we'll hear about being divulged that Tesla was even, even from this world, guys. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we're seeing these electric job. cars in the city, guys. Have you seen these Tesla cars? They're, they're like, so cute. They're taking over the city, guys. It's amazing. Yeah. They, I love that they don't have door handles. Like, they just, they're like flat, like the door handles. They're so sleek and sexy. Guys, listen to me. In this documentation, it's talked about that Tesla was actually born on a spacecraft, and it, they, he was actually brought to his parents in Yugoslavia, and actually like Superman, remember? The story Superman, that they actually give him to, to, to these two people in a rural area? That's how Tesla was born, guys, supposedly, from this documentation. So he was like moonbeamed down from Venus. Thank you, Rachel. And like a robotic stork. Thank you, Rachel. And these things are being divulged little by little. And what we're seeing with the internet and we're seeing all these different stories, these are things that are going to come out in the near future, guys. You know what I mean? I think this is like a disco to the human race. Cause it's kind of saying like, 
in order to really come up with some smart shit, you can't be from Earth. You know right. what I mean? Right. So, you know, it's kind of a diss to us. Well, well, well even going back to the monolith, people, people, the first thing people were like, oh, did this come from space? You know, like things, certain things, people, things that, you know, humans, you know, can do some amazing stuff. You know what I mean? Well, guys, that, that, that just lends to this, this episode. Are we in touch with other beings that actually raise our consciousness of, 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 of awareness and intelligence and makes us invent some of these things like Tesla did and, you know, some of the more smarter th people that we have right now? Are we, as human beings, being, uh, 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 is our civilization being uh, interrupted by, uh, by higher beings than us? I'd love to meet one of them. I really would. I think we're getting there, Rachel. I think we're getting there. I don't know. I don't like the way they operate. I don't like the way they operate. You know? We've been around for a while, and they just keep, what, showing up occasionally? Well, there's, one of the reasons is, supposedly, Jamie, is that we haven't, not, we haven't as human beings, we haven't reached an, uh, a, re a, a level of emotional intelligence. Are we ready to meet some of these beings that we would never think uh, existed in our in our existence? And that has to, I mean, the church right now just made a, a statement. Uh, uh, the Pope just made a, a thing of that. He is there as the Vatican is recognizing that extraterrestrial existence exists in this world right now. So we as a civilization right now are getting ready to perhaps see that next step in human civilization, guys. Wow, I wonder if they're Catholic. I wonder if they're good Catholics at that. Yeah, me too. But I, I think just, we're getting there, guys. We're I, I think I think the, the the alien the alien movies they they probably get like good satellite from the, like our movies and TV. Mm -hmm. and every alien movie, like humans always wanna in those movies, humans always wanna do like some open like the aliens up and like you know. Oh yeah, find out what they're made of. And... Yeah, find out where they're made of and do tests on yeah, them yeah. and torture them. So. Right. I, I think they see that and they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want these crazy government people to like, even E.T. That was a kids movie, but these dudes, Remember that? Kind of like, these dudes are trying to, you know, open up E.T. to find out was like, they kept him in a bubble, <laughs> you know, um, you know they, they treated him like, he, you know, like he had like a pen, you know, a virus, a virus. Yeah. Suffered from a deadly pandemic thing. So I think um, Independence Day, the right. president helped blow up. Right. So I think we need to represent humans in alien movies a little better. I think if they see that we show some compassion to them, maybe they'll, 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 they'll come down. Yo, yeah, and in, the, in the end credits, maybe put something about like an alien abuse hotline. Yeah, you know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> alien abuse is a real thing and we won't stand for it, nor should you. Wow. I so, like that, Rachel. Without saying anything else, I'm, I'm going uh, to let that stand, Rachel. And that's the fake news for today. Yes. Uh, it was out of this world, Frank. Woohoo! Get it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for Que Lo Que. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que Lo Que. You guys, it is time for Que Lo Que, so Jaime. Que Lo Que. Much love to our peoples at Yero.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. 
right? Last week, Alejandro Mayorkas made history, becoming the first Latino and immigrant nominated to lead the Department of Homeland Security. Wow. That's big. Um, but who is Mayorkas exactly? Well, visit Yero.com to learn more about the man and what it means for the Latino community. Mm. So that sounds very interesting. Check it out at Yero.com. Um, you can check me out on my socials, Jay Ferns at Instagram and Jay underscore Ferns at Twitter. Hi. Yeah, well, please follow me as well on social, I will say, and I think these guys will attest to. I think you'll find some entertaining stuff on my IG story. I don't know if you guys will agree. Do you think it's interesting uh, or it's stupid? It's no, stupid. it's great. If they love Rachel, they'll love, they'll love your stories. That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. That's why I, I see the people that I really want to be watching my stories or not. So non, It's nonstop, guys. From yeah. the morning... It's a, it's a, it's really it's really a process. I I'm noticing. I, I you go to the gym first, then the kids. Then you know it's it's a beautiful story. Thanks, Frank. Somebody, I, don't you, yeah. I don't know how you do it. It's weird, but like I'm becoming more and more like sharing of my daily activities on Instagram stories, mm -hmm. and I've been getting some good feedback in that like it's representative of what a lot of moms in this industry are doing or, or in other industries too. It's just, it's, it's my life, mom life, wife life, daughter life. And, uh, you know, mixed in with being a Latinx Jew from Brooklyn. I don't but know anyway, I don't know how you do it. Check it out at Rachel La Loca. I think you'll find some fun stuff in the stories. I mean, my posts are okay. They're all right, but the stories is where it goes down. <laughs> um, Frangito. Me, I want to give a shout out to a former guest that was on a few months ago, Kareem Savion. His film right now, Paradise City, is on Amazon Prime. I also want to give a shout out to Kevin Lopez, who was, I think, a director, a co-director with his brother. He owned the film uh, company. I want to give a big shout out to them. I saw, I went to see the film uh, downtown with them, and I'm so proud for them. They now on, uh, they're on Amazon Prime, and I just want to give them mad love and continue blessings, man. And I got a shout out Uptown Collective. They have an endeavor called Uptown Books. I right. and this book that they're promoting is called Different Differenter. It's written by local author and social justice media maker Giotti Gupta and illustrated by Taranam Parisha. Mm -hmm. And Different Differenter is an activity book that introduces skin color to children in a healthy way. When young children begin to observe differences in skin color, their questions on the subject demand simple yet accurate responses. Giotti's art-based book takes you on a playful and creative discovery to find answers that work for you and your family while thoughtfully introducing facts of history and 15 plus new words. This makes the perfect gift for the young ones in your family. So go to uptowncollective.com and you'll see a special discount code there as well. Thanks to everybody for the shout outs, for all the messages. Please continue to leave those reviews on iTunes. We're on every platform. Thank you for supporting us. Tell a friend to tell a friend about Latinos Out Loud. Let's all win, people. And on that note, we are out. <laughs>
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. London Stock Exchange Group is here to be your essential global markets infrastructure and data partner, where open isn't just a platform, but a philosophy, giving you the freedom to make your mark in the world. LSEG, open makes more possible.